Angela. Defendiendo su cuello. Contra Equitium et Insidious Diabole Esto Brasilium. Imperate Dios. Suplegis de Precomor. Tuque. Conchefs Milichis Celestis. By the power of God, thrust in hell Satan. And with him, those evil spirits who prowl about the world for the rule of souls. So did anyone know if uh, their hands got blown off over the weekend? Did did we hear any stories like that? Uh, I heard that one man died because he put a firecracker on his head. He tried to shoot it off his head and it blew his head open like a melon. Woo! I definitely got hit in the head with a firecracker. Did you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like like afterwards? <laughs> a, a or? little baby one. No. It, well, Like someone being... threw a black cat at your head? No, I was lighting them and someone hit me with one of those poppers. So oh, I was I trying to that. dodge that and then <laughs> the firework came up and got me. Colin sent us that wacky ass video on TikTok. That was nuts, dude. I uh, I forgot to let go of a bottle rocket. It blew up in my my hand. <laughs> Note to self: If you're gonna light fireworks off, do not stack the whole stack of fireworks right next to where you're lighting fireworks off. Rule yeah. number one: Pretty This evident. is why we're not allowed to light fireworks off in in Colorado. Yeah. This is why we give you guys rules and you have to stick by them. Yes. Chase, what's rule number one? Cut your dick off. Hunter, what's rule number two? Throw your dick. Exactly. You guys got to follow these rules. These are living rules right here. Yes. And you will be fine in this life, and you will not be stuck in this purgatory. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, purgatories, to Stuck in This Purgatory. My name is Chase, fully hand, and next to me is Hunter. I think he's missing a foot. I learned if you have Roman candles, make sure to shoot at least one out of your butt very patriotic and adrian who half of his butt cheek is slid off hello god why does that get me every time he does it he still does it because it reminds me of that rick and morty episode where it's like hello hello best goddamn pair of elbow tits in the universe <laughs> now the god only damn. pair of elbow tits in the universe you're goddamn right <laughs> you know what's funny i like how we're starting off with the most patriotic way we could show ourselves and uh we're gonna be diving into england <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Seven, 1776, baby. 2-0, <laughs> baby. 2-0. Hell yeah, boy. Dunking him from across the sea. Get teabagged. Dunking. I mean, technically. <laughs> technically technically what? what? I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah, wow. yeah, that's right, oh. you British. Yeah. He's a traitor. He's a British spy. He's a te- Technically, he's a know-it-all. Oscar, take him. Take him into your home. Yeah, Oscar. Oscar sounds funner than Oscar. Both I want to know what your house looks like. What's a what's a typical London old foggy town how home? That's creepy. Do not answer that. No, Oscar. no, I want to no, know. I'll send pictures know. of my interior. I don't give a what fuck. Are you, it's are you guys gonna just fucking start like sharing each other's lives through? Dude, what what's the guys that send pen each pals? Ho- yes, are you fucking pen what? pals? Pen pals. Oh yeah, Oscar. Oscar, I'm formally asking you to be my pen pal. Send me pictures of your house. Did you hear about that fucking trash can robot in, in Canada that tried, like, it was going all around Canada, like, hitchhiking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's pictures. The second it crossed the U.S. border, gone. Trashed. Pennsylvania, done. Dead. Got shot in the streets, baby. You ain't gonna live on these streets, boy. You can't live here. Have you watched, like, the the Rocky movies? Uh, I have, I mean, but the I don't remember them. Yeah, yeah and, you, and you've seen the part where they uh, give, I think, the uncle yeah. the robot, and yeah. he, he, like, makes the robot fall in love with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, wow. that, that's, that's Canada with robots. That's early stage sex doll syndrome. <laughs> sex doll syndrome. <laughs> hey, now we know where everyone's coming up with these ideas. 
It came from Rocky. It always comes from Rocky. Oh, fucking Stallone. Hey, Chase, add this to your list. (laughs) Add this to your list, Chase. Uh, You need to watch Black Mirror. Uh, I tried. I didn't like it. Every episode's different. Every episode's different. I'd send you the exact episodes to watch. Well, you better write it down your phone. Well, I'd I'd see you tomorrow. (laughs) Because not every everyone is built the same. Yeah. Hey, I worked fucking 13 hours today. I'm dog tired. Oh, yeah, my ass, Mr. Always on fucking vacation. Yeah. Yeah. You exactly. are always on vacation. You take vacation more than I do, and that's impressive. <laughs> that is impressive. And I still have more time than you do. <laughs> you, y'all, need to, y'all need to get your priorities straight, all right? Oh, it says I'm, the one going on two vacations. I am not three. I work trips. Three. Three. I three, three vacations. One's a wedding, one's a work trip. Uh, that sounds like excuses, like Chase used to tell me when I interned for him. <laughs> he just wanted to play golf drunk as fuck on a Friday. <laughs> Exactly. Now I, he bitches. I chase those greenbacks so I can go golfing. That's pretty much all it is. <laughs> hey, do we have any uh, fellow golfers on the podcast? Let's, let, let's hear it from the golfers, all right? I, I miss the people. We haven't golfed once this season. Golf clap. Little. Chase, stop beating me off. Ooh. That was hot. It's like a little sauna in here, so let's just get, <laughs> it is let's pre- just it get is hotter. Hot. All right. So today's a very special episode, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, we are doing this episode because we love our fans. We love our fans dearly, and we want to just say thank you to everybody who's contributed uh, to our podcast and our social media, um, especially our guests. You all have done um, wonders for us, and we were so happy to get and talk with you guys. Today's episode is for a very particular person. We've mentioned him several times already in the episode. Across the seas, Oscar. We're doing a fan episode for Oscar. That's right, you dirty slut. You get an episode. We turn into ghost hunters and we find out if Oscar's telling the truth. Is his butthole haunted? Find out I'm stuck in this purgatory. Or if it's fiction and he's just smoking crack. And he's just throwing smoke up our ass, man. I think he's just feeding this dude this audio we're going to hear. just feeding him liquor. Just just drink, boy. Drink. Tell a story. <laughs> Tell me a ghost story. Sounds like our episode with Anthony. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We did just feed him liquor. We did. Just say something crazy, Anthony. Well, uh, for people that don't know, that Patreon video is like two and a half hours long. So. Yeah, and you can hear <laughs> you can hear Anthony slur all the way through it. It was beautiful. Shout out to you, big guy. So, more importantly, though, uh, we just want you all to know that we do tra- cherish you guys as fans, and when you guys send us stuff in, we do truly love it, and we want to we want to talk on it. We want to hear what everyone's got to say. We want to hear about their experiences. So please, if you have everything, just reach out to us at stuckinthispurgatory@gmail.com. Or check out any of our social media. You've heard us for freaking 36 episodes of this Holy week. Holy shit, so, I can't believe it. I know, man. It's rolling quick. It is. We're, doing, we're killing it, boys. It's coming up, man. What are we going to do for like a special... Are we going to do like a special 100th episode or something? I think 50. Every 50. 50? 50's a lot. Guys, look how, many, how much time 50 has taken. Adrian got pretty happy about the 50. Did you? Actually? No, I just said, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you see? I saw the future. Oh. Every, every 50th episode, we take a piece of clothing off. Oh, talking about piece of clothing off. <laughs> Go check out our TikTok. Oh my god, I'm stuck in this purgatory. Yo, we are figuring out the uh, insanity that is TikTok, and you do not want to miss it. If you have, you know, fuck our show, fuck our show. Go to our TikTok. Our TikTok is money. Are those real tits? Or are those man tits? <laughs> You'll never fucking know. You'd never know. Or will be shadow man. One of the two. I don't know. <laughs> Probably both. Okay, okay. tell but, me about this Oscar well, fellow. Hold on. Oh, don't tell me about Oscar. So before we start this episode, I want to talk to you guys because last episode I mentioned something about this dream that I had. 
I want you guys to hear it. I want you guys okay. to process it. And then I need, I physically need to discuss this because it is, it blew my mind. Okay, I'm ready. So we all have those days where we wake up in a daze, almost like amnesia, where you're like, who am I? Where am I? Am I supposed to be at work right now? Am I not supposed to be at work right now? Why the fuck am I up an hour late to work? Who knows? That's me. So. Hold up, time out. <laughs> what? You sound like like the intro to your own <laughs> TV uh, sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to a day in life as Chase Cozo. And then it goes into the, <laughs> the biography. Oh, Chase Cozo. Oh, Chase Cozo. <laughs> Welcome to my crazy life. <laughs> this is where it all started. <laughs> this is it. So, one night, I... What the fuck is your deal? Get over it. <laughs> one night. I just like a dick up my butt. literally is just fucking movie brain right now. <laughs> I am only picturing uh, what the intro would be to your personal tv sitcom i can just, just imagine masturbating <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me and in a dark that... corner with a lamp over me and looking over my shoulder like what what are you looking at smeagol like smeagol do more and, and it'd bust out and on it would be directed by chase cozo <laughs> written by then, chase cozo and then after that you'd see the the dogs running or you'd see clyde humping luna <laughs> honestly if i ever had uh, a record label the record label name would be um harry sexed up apes <laughs> what the fuck? All right, get on with your dream. So uh, a couple nights ago, maybe like a week ago or something like that, um, I've been going to bed super late because we're moving in and everything. And You know when you have those nights where you're like half asleep and half awake and it's like super uncomfortable, like split between realms? Yeah, because you can't really tell if you're here or there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was one of those nights, and I-, I can't remember all the details of this dream, Um Typically, all my dreams are post-apocalyptic and everything. It's, it's creepy as fuck. But here's where here's the weirdest part for me. The dream starts off normal where I know I'm in the dream and the dream's going on. About halfway through this dream, I almost, like my conscious almost wakes up to where I am telling myself, I am like conscious in my dream, telling myself it's a dream and I need to wake up. I... Told myself, I told my dream state, it's, it's like dreamception right now. I told myself in the dream that I needed to wake up. I woke myself up in that dream, if that makes sense, so to it, another dream. You were, in a, you were in the third layer of the dream telling yourself this, so then the second layer was telling the third layer to wake up. The second layer awake, woke up. Yes. By the time that I woke up the second time, everything was so real, it was straight up reality. Like, my, my conscious was there. Perceiving it like I was in a second or third dimension. You love it. It's like a literal astral projection. I'm not kidding you. I seriously, it felt like I was living an alternate life in another dimension. You were dreamwalking in someone else's. You were literally living in in one of your other personality, one of your other selves. You were temporarily dreamwalking. Have you watched Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness yet? I, I have not. It's literally just talks just like that dream where she dreamwalks and controls another person briefly. Added to the list. I will add that to the list. It's actually fascinating because take I know it's a it's a fiction movie, but take that concept because people actually do believe that that exists. It's you know, and I'm glad you said that because I I came to that conclusion myself, and even Becca said the same thing. She's like, "You were seriously living an alternate life through your dream." Was there anything different that you could remember about this other universe, or was it couldn't perceive it fast enough? Um, the only part I remember I can't really talk about. Um, 
Yeah. Okay, okay. So, did you actually wake up in the end, or did you just, I just did. phased out of the dream? No, Were I, you sweating like a shit ton? And like, I was. I was sweating quite a bit. Um, My question to you, did you ever see time? No. See, I think if you get into that state where you're seeing even like Inception state, because if you watch the movie Inception, it's the same thing. See time. You need to see time. Because it So then slows. you could understand... Which dimension that you're actually in? That's why he always looks at his po- his his uh, pocket watch to see if he's in the dream state or not, because he never can really tell because he's done it so much. Yeah, interesting. Just, Just be like careful. The, the first uh, listener story that we talked about, and uh, I think you just. Especially with your fucked up dreams. Yes. You you need to find time. Yeah, if you get and to if that you, point, if you you're conscious. Fi- yeah. That would be and, so and if, cool. Yeah. If you can't find time, then you know. So then you get into like an insidious state where then you find your actual physical body and your spiritual body finds you. Oh, that would be so fucking cool. Chase Dream So you're, tell- you're telling me. Have you watched the Insidiouses? I have not. I have not seen those yet because I know they're on. The Wait, fucking- Insidious? You're talking about Insidious? Yeah. So, oh, so I'm, right. I'm combining Inception oh. and Insidious. So in Ins- Insidious, the boy is able to dreamwalk like you were. Now, he didn't go into different dimensions like you're talking about, which is Inception. But Inception and Insidious have good correlations because they're able to walk into a different dimension. And in both of them, time is a really big thing because then you get lost. So in Insidious, the boy gets lost from his actual spiritual state. So then he drops into a coma because his spiritual body can't find his physical body. In Inception, they're able to use time to figure out which dimension that they are in. So your main thing would be finding time so then your body could actually get back into itself. Because the deeper you go in the layers, the more time stretches out because it becomes just that is elasticated. Terrifying. Now it's really I am, I'm literally never going to be able to go to sleep now. Dude, Stranger Things. And you I'm, told us you wanted to hear, so. I'm not going to spoil it, but in the new Stranger Things, they literally do some of this. shitty show. They do, shut the fuck up. They do such crazy dreamwalking shit in that show that you'll love that too. Oh, let's go look at the school. Shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, the cops are in, let us in, a bunch of letters. You're literally going to offend 99% of America. Literally. Shut up. It, the, the second, that the second part of part four came out, it shut fucking netflix down it crashed netflix. it was so crap dude it was it's That's the most viewed thing ever in history you know what you feel the way you feel about stranger things is the way i feel about game of thrones i feel the same way about game, game of, of thrones. thrones really let me down i if pre the fina- finale that was one of my favorite shows that finale was so ass i can never respect it as a good show spoiler alert you don't give a fuck it's a Any, terrible ending anyways uh so what you're telling me is that uh, there's literally, probably, possibly a way to go into alternate dimensions through dreams. There's yeah. actually a way. There, so uh, there is spiritualists, and I actually know this, that are able to go into a different kind of uh, spiritual body, they say. Now, do I know if it's real? No. But if you want to believe that these kind of dimensions and everything passes then uh, these spiritualists actually are born with the ability to uh, to then reach out and go into those spiritual states at certain times. So they need like their old whatever, their little voodoo shit, and they pass on into that spiritual, and they're able to go find past loved ones' bodies and certain other things and figure it out. But in the main course of things, they still see the evil 
that is within the second dimensions and the spiritual realm. Yeah, there's things that in between the the fabrics of reality that aren't so good. Which is purgatory. Purgatory. Beyond so, the veil. So what people really do think is that crossing of dimensions that our brain is able to open up that purgatory state. And if you could find your loved ones, that's easy. Or that that's the hard thing. Because there's a bunch of different evil spirits trying to take over and try to, you know, manipulate certain scenarios. So I wonder if uh, your horrifying events or pleasure events are within the evil spirits trying to manipulate you to get back into that state. That's literally Dr. Strange. There's a point where he dreamwalks. That's how good I am. I'm not going to spoil this for you, but he dreamwalks into a certain person and he breaks a universal a universal law and things come after him. So be careful, Jace, while you're dreamwalking because you really might be fucking with forces you don't know. And those meditations you do, there is science behind when you get into a meditative state they can't explain where the mind goes. Like consciousness is something that science cannot measure because it's it's the intangible, it's the soul part. Just careful, buddy. My question to you is if you're you're able to go back into your uh Chase 2.0. Fam- yeah, family history and find out your grandmother or even great grandmother and see if they were ever like a spiritualist or like believed heavily oh. in it. Yeah. Which is something that many parents or even grandparents will hide. But the main thing is it skips one to two generations every single time. You could your one of your ancestors could be reaching out to you from the void. Just like Or you might have been born with the ability. Yeah, they might have passed it because on. Because you. you do have fucking fucked up dreams. Yeah. You know who else My has fucked up? My favorite ones dreams? are the the octopuses. Yeah. <laughs> the tentacle porn. <laughs> you know what's really fucked up? Dom has the same crazy dreams like you. I hate hearing them because just like yours, dude, they're you guys are on some weird. You got some weird gift. Huh. Be careful. Looks like I have some studying to do. Well, I'll send you a book. If Maybe. I'm gone for a while, I might be with the monks. Yeah, you'll be with Oscar in foggy old London town, <laughs> learning about spiritualism. Let's get to Oscar. Yeah, our, our main dude, Oscar. So the way we're doing kind of outline outline things is uh, we have two special surprises for you at the end that will summarize why we are kind of redoing these uh, these stories. But for the listeners that are listening for the first time, you will hear the stories that Oscar has sent us, as well as a future one that we will get to in a couple minutes. And then... uh, (laughs) Awkward! (laughs) Love it. We're keeping it. (laughs) He's like, wink, wink, nod, nod, sexy man. Talking about time. Yeah. (laughs) Chase, you know all about time. Look at a watch next time. And then, uh, so then we will go on. We have done plenty of episodes that kind of relate to some of the the things that Oscar has found and has seen. And we're going to kind of divulge into our kind of theories behind each one of these stories and see if uh, he's just feeding us with shit or we actually believe his stories. Do you cranian? <laughs> Do British people lie when they tell ghost stories? Find out on Stuck in His Purgatory. Midnight Ghost Talk. On Midnight Ghost Talk. Well, let's get going with story number one. And Oscar, I promise you I'm going to butcher all these fucking names. So Oscar, you're a slut. 
You're a dirty old slut. I, I don't want to say what I'm going to say, Oscar, so I'm just trying to read the stories. <laughs> I also lived in an old rectory in Bedfordshire for less than a year. The previous tenants had suspected paranormal activity with items disappearing and reappearing. Hmm. I lived in an attic and would often see things out of the corner of my eye, but never anything clearly. It's like those little uh, <laughs> spots on their eye that you're trying to keep up with. It's like in Family Guy, they're like, <laughs> they can never come catch on, up. Come on, come on. <laughs> Lay off the gin, Oscar. <laughs> the door was old fashioned and made of wood and would occasionally move if it was windy, as if it was drafty. This was only a slight noise and didn't need to be pretty windy so it was obvious and rare when it did happen but often usually one to two times a week and on those days one to three times i'd hear two distinct knocks on the door and answer assuming it was a family member but there is never anyone there Ooh, spooky it's a spooky ghost Ooh, spooky ghost <laughs> spooky spooky there was an electric jukebox downstairs that one day was on, blaring static. When I went down, weird, turned it off by the button. It did this every evening for a week until I unplugged it. What the fuck? Do we, it's back in the 80s or something? Ghost just wanted to dance, boy. What the fuck is a jukebox? It's like back in Hotel Colorado when they just wanted to have a lover's triangle down in the the dining room. Oscar, yes. are you trying to have a lover's triangle with or us? Or it's... uh. Good correlation back to our London series when they were dancing in the uh, London uh, thing, the old ghost uh, princess. Fuck, I have to go back. Sorry, I'm, I have a great correlation with this. I don't actually know what he's talking about. In the Abbey? Yes, Westminster Minister Abbey in the uh, reception the room. And the uh, the guards got fired because they looked in the window uh, yes, and uh, yes. they saw dancing. So, could this be a correlation? Are London ghost dancers? Question mark? Stuck in this purgatory? Finds concrete evidence? Strippers? (laughs) Can't make fact check. Of ghost dancers? Titties and beer? There is my correlation. I feel so happy now. (laughs) That was great. Look at at his mind working. I know. Yeah, you you guys could tell that my mind's working because uh, the the wheels start to turn and you could kind of hear in the microphone. It's like... It's more like a... Wow, that's a really nasty wheel turn there, Adrian. You should probably lube it up. Yeah, I need to grease that up. Get some fish oil in your diet. Double D40, that motherfucker. That's not the only thing I lube up. Yeah, that tiny butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Look, we're in a loose butthole situation. We need to go back to tight butthole. But the most bizarre event there occurred in a new wing of the house. I was sitting, watching a film with my dad in the lounge. With all the windows and doors shut, this was a new building, so no drafts. Behind us, two books suddenly shot off the shelves, one landing over a meter from the shelf. No books were perched or overhanging in the shelf. Somehow, they'd move from the back of the shelf and out. There wasn't any sound of them sliding. It sounded like a fast motion, very fast motion, utterly creepy. Assumed it was a poltergeist. That's where you're wrong. It was Barack Obama all along. What? <laughs> what? What? You guys haven't heard the conspiracy that Barack Obama's a ghost? 
Oh, wow. he's a reptilian overlord. G- get with the program, my dudes. <laughs> I don't even know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> so, before I move on to this next story. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it. <laughs> Who knows what that was? Well, that's strange. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new shirt. Well, that's well, strange. dot dot dot. That's, that's strange. strange. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listeners, let us know if you want a shirt that says "What's Rule Number One?" <laughs> oh, and on the back it says, "Always cut off your dick." I don't think uh, enemies in the case of peril. I don't think we could put uh, always cut off your dick, but would have like an animation of a cucumber being slit by a knife. And then, yeah, rule number one will be that on the front. And then rule number two will be uh, you throwing that. (laughs) It's going to be like a stick figure and be like, no, no, you know what we need? We have a shirt that's what's rule number one, and it's uh, holding it. And then on the shorts, there's like one of those logos, and it's what's rule number two, and it's throwing it. So, so then it's that. a set. It's a real, it's, we should make this a pajama set. You can wear it on Christmas morning. Hey, this is copyrighted. Oh, you know what we could do? For rule number one, it could be a set, a whole set, like a onesie. Uh, and um, you know how they have those male rompers that are like attached to the shorts? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. So what it'll be is it'll be like your dinger hanging out of the zipper pocket, right? <laughs> and then there'll be a hand with a knife on the shirt. <laughs> and it, Slide. And it's, it's yeah. going close to cutting the dick off. And it says, rule number one. <laughs> rule number two. Wow. All right, let us know. Let us okay. know if you want that. Okay, back to the, the real shit. Well, that so was what, strange. Nope. <laughs> that's strange. That's strange. <laughs> what do you guys think about the first little story? Let, let's get actual perception. Things are being picked up, moved around. Uh, books are being thrown off and then placed back on to the bookshelf. And then you also have doors that are being slammed with the jukebox also playing. My biggest thing is that jukebox stopped playing once he unplugged it, which isn't common in many ghost things. Um, the thing that trips me up, and we've heard this in actually a lot of stories from the, the Britain area, it all has the same stuff. You know, it's like with the Enfield Poultry guys, this is eerily similar, right? But this is all shit that happens. Like this is all poltergeist-ish activity where they're trying to throw books and they're trying to make noise and they're making their presence known so they get that energy to continue to do more. Well, let me tell you guys about British architecture. These houses are really built brittle. All right. So a lot of their weak bones. Because they're weak bones. So their houses are very brittle as well. So there's a lot of bends and bows where, you know, the slightest movement of wind can push a book from its shelf and shoot it right off. So my theory is just brittle house Unless you have the guy from the Enfield Poltergeist. Mr. Nottingham. (laughs) Mr. Nottingham, the big big burly man. Well, let's keep those ideas that you guys threw, threw out there. And then let's go to the Plymouth house of a friend of Oscar's. So... In the Plymouth house, he had a friend that also believed that there was a ghost. A bunch of mates were looking for a house together. They found somewhere that was pretty cheap as the previous tenants left before the agreement was up. So they took it over for a discount. Where that they left? 
Soon they'd learn why they left so early. Lots of odd goings on occurred. In my friend's room, he would hear the sound of a dog pacing on the wooden floors. In the kitchen, plates of prepared food would throw themselves at the wall and smear the food over the wall as if it was by an invisible hand. My favorite... My favorite was a mate made a meal, put it on the table in the lounge, and went for a quick wee before eating. For my American listeners, a wee means pee. (laughs) (laughs) He took a piss. He took a pisser. Piss in my ass. (laughs) But he was the only one home at this time. When he came back, the sofa, tables, chairs, and all the furniture had stacked itself neatly in a corner of the room. This reminds me of uh, the movie A Haunted House. By, I love uh, that movie. <laughs> when Uncle Ray Ray walks in and he's like, I don't give a fuck. Show yourself, homie. And all the fucking furniture goes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes total sense. Is Uncle that what's Ray happening Ray? over here in Plymouth, Oscar? <laughs> you got a bunch of gangsters coming in saying, show yourself, homie. Is this is this a ghost? Like a dead ghost? Like a ghost ghost? <laughs> yeah, Ray Ray, we're trying to tell you that for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. If you guys need a, a laugh after hearing our haunted tales, go watch A Haunted House. By the Waynes brothers, of course. Yes. So, the furniture had stacked itself in a neat, neatly in a corner of a room. <laughs> Needless to say, they left as soon as their tenancy allowed. So, what do you guys think about the the story of the Plymouth House? Uh, I'll tell you what. Do what do you think? I mean, this, this is not one person. This is not two people. This is a lot of people that have seen things happen, and they actually left their residence well uh, what i want to know is what kind of fucked up shit did the previous residents do that you hear a fucking dog walking on the floor you've literally got what a fucking satan tell hounds around i what makes this story most credible which i like is that there's multiple people that are experiencing something it's hard for a bunch of people to make this up all at once so i'm thinking i'm thinking this one's this one's the most plausible oscar Brittle Bones British story we've heard so far. You are just sticking with the Brittle Bones, aren't you? I want him to email. He has not emailed me. I have literally been making these comments for the last few episodes, and he's just not listening to me. My pen pal's not writing back. Yeah, because you're talk- You're making fun of him. <laughs> I want him to make fun of Americans. Give me a funny joke to say. Oh, I don't think you want to start that fucking battle, my guy. Let's go, Oscar. Let's to- go toe-to-toe, my dude. The British are coming. The British. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you can think about? What's the fucking Paul reveal? The British are coming. The British are coming. Oh, That's bet. All I was thinking about while you guys were talking. <laughs> Let's go, Oscar. Let's tango, my dude. Well, so after Oscar wrote us about those two incidents, he thought of another one that had happened, and he didn't have really good memory of it. So he's just trying to kind of tell from a second-hand perspective. But we do have to take what his memory has because if he does, if it's engraved in his memory, it had to be pretty realistic. So, he goes, Oh, fuck. I forgot about another second-hand one. Not as good memory on it. A girl my partner lived in that house with at uni was from Cornwall, bottom left of UK, rural beaches, from some small village in an old house, I think. Again, stuff would disappear and reappear. The same old bullshit that he's been telling us. Particularly, her boyfriend's stuff. 
things like to be plugged in, such as a phone, would be gone and later be found in the bed. I think her sister used to speak to a child there that no one else could see. It was weird asking her all about this. She just spoke so normally about it. It was just something she grew up with and accepted. Go back to the paranormal activity. Number one, Chase, you have to know this. Do you know it? No. Oh my gosh. Another to the list. Another one, another one. Uh, I so, never watched any of the Paranormal Activity show, movies. Those were great I movies. watched the spoofs. <laughs> <laughs> the movies were great. The first three were fucking terrifying. But in this house, there was the child and an older woman ghost. Since she was a girl, the old woman would come out and sit at the end of her bed as she was going to sleep for a while, then get up and leave. She said she could literally feel the weight of her and the bed move when this lady got up and down. So does it manifest physically? Maybe. Possibly. Yes, no. Plausible. I'm asking no. a fucking question. Plausible. Plausible. Shh. Yo. 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 Chill. Okay. I don't give a fuck. You're not chill like that, bro. <laughs> um, honestly, so there is a story about uh, the Stanley Hotel, and um, there is one specific room where I think, memory serves me right, don't quote me on this, I think it's a nurse, um, but there is a room that's said to have uh, a lady apparition that comes in and will and sit, sit at, on the edge of the bed. The edge of yep. the bed. No, and exactly what you're talking about. Several guests have reported feeling the weight of that body sit yes. down and then watch the depression rise as she got off the bed. Yeah, that is one of the most interesting like physical apparition stories I've ever seen. For Stanley Hotel, yes. Yeah, and there's actually some photos evidence too that's just kind of wild. Yep. Our great listener, Oscar, would press her and bug her about what this lady looked like, what would she, she do, would she have any communication with her. And the the girl used to just brush it off like it was nothing else. This was just something that occurred. She didn't think twice about it. It's over with, right? But then her boyfriend would uh start noticing the same thing happening when she stayed at the when he stayed at the house with her. Uh he would notice that there would be something that sat at the end of the bed when they laid down and it would really creep him out. But once he started staying there more uh, more frequently, he uh, he just got used to it just like she did. So it, what? it feels like this, this ghost that this lady has is just one that is, uh, you know. It's it, there. Yeah. That, just, how just could there. you get used to that? I would never get used to feeling it's, someone's sit. It's kind of like the bed. old man in, in the infield. All he wanted to do is sit in the fucking chair. Old Bill? Well, and I can say from personal experience with all the shit that goes on in my house, like I've never not felt welcome. Yeah, like your mimic in the basement. It was just, it just wanted a friend. Yeah, I mean, I like, I don't feel like anything that I've ever experienced has been harmful or threatening. Now, like that TikTok video, whether it's real or not, oh, you just shit. fucking sent. You could, that, you could hear his fear. That is threatening. I mean, when you can literally hear the voice, like in fucking phasmophobia, where it's like, <sighs> yeah, and he was fucking really twist. Something that dude. I mean, that's yeah. either good acting or or that dude was twisted. Yeah. Well, that's that story about his friend. He has a lot of friends yeah, good that, one. that have some paranormal. I have a theory that London and Britain, all that area, that is just a very haunted, haunted area. Well, Chase's you know, theory. To, to your point, sorry, Adrian, but to your point, I feel like pretty much, I think most people have experiences. I think they're afraid to talk about it with a fear of sounding crazy. Yeah, like like Hannah G. What, what I really want to believe, and this is what I think, is if these things are real 
and uh, people are scared of sharing it. It's kind of weird because when, first of all, you have all these religions that, you know, they identify spiritualism in a sense and they accept it in the Bible. But why won't they talk about it when these occurrences happen in real life? That's that's the mystery of life. I, we hope more people come forward. Email us at stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com. Like I said, I, I feel like there's such a stigma around this stuff. Um, you know, even with our Ghost Hunters episode, the Denver Ghost Hunters. <clears throat> it, ah, yeah. E- even with it being as popular as it is today, I mean, it's it's fucking everywhere. And people just, they flock to this stuff. And I get it. You know, it's it's the unknown. It's There's so many facts of this world. There's nothing original but the unknown. No one knows. There's still a stigma around it, though, like, ghosts aren't real. You're just seeing shit. You're crazy. We're going to send you to a mental hospital. In fucking Annalise's cases, you're going to die from fucking starvation from 67 exorcisms. Like, poor girl. So I, I think that there's still that fear and that block in a lot of people that aren't willing to come out and talk about their experiences. So the next story that Oscar sent us was about his mom's partner. Oh, the my nurse. mom. Well... Oscar goes, and he says, I saw my mom's partner, the nurse, over Easter. Got to hear his story again. He was working in a private hospital in Sheffield. That was an old nunnery. One morning, he was going to go up the stairs and heard someone say his voice behind him, and it went cold. He turned around to a pale, indistinct silhouette at the bottom of the stairs that then disappeared. This reminds me of Anthony's story about the screeching woman up on the fifth floor, the fifth level. Yeah, Loki Anthony's story has been one of the most bone chilling. chilling for me. Just you know, just low key, like it it's a good one. So that's pretty that's pretty crazy to see that. And also for it to be described as pale, like that always adds the credibility. It's not like a shadow that you saw because you could like slimmer out of your eye. To see something actually pale and indistinct, that is a that's a fucking ghost to me. He spoke to other members of of staff who told him about the other incidents, machines and computers being on and off in rooms that definitely been otherwise, and lights turning themselves on and off. He said no one ever saw this actually happen, though he wasn't there long. But when he told other more permanent members of the staff about what he saw, they told him it was normal and attributed it to a sister who used to live there who used to go around turning things off at the end of the day. He then has a strange conversation with his dad. All right, Oscar, we're going to take this away, and I'm going to totally make your dad sound Australian, so I apologize. Why did that lift his leg? I don't know. That's weird. Might have found the cause of the knock on your head when he stayed here. We've had a big floor problem upstairs. <laughs> A crocodile, didn't he? <laughs> Man, out there has been a rook or something. He's using a chimney to stash birds up there. Fed at least five large birds, including a duck and five bin bags of rubbish. May explain the noise, although another door rattled the other day. Oh, you're taking a piss out of me. What the fuck? <laughs> I do not suspect the knocking. Oscar, a... hold on, Oscar. I am so sorry. <laughs> We <laughs> love you. You're taking a piss out of <laughs> I me. I cannot do it. I tr- we tried. We tried for a week and I could not get a break. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I do not suspect the knocking was a weird hoarding rook, but amusing a possible explanation either way. Holy fuck. I Whoa. have a. F- that came out of nowhere. Holy fuck, Oscar. 
scared me, Adrian. I wasn't ready. Holy fuck! <laughs> ready? Ready? Are you both ready now? Yeah. <coughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> now it just sounds funny to me. Why sound aggressive? Holy fuck! I have a fifth story. Can't believe this slipped my mind. I went to see him today. Asked him about the stories. I've heard them disparately over time, but wanted a better understanding of it, largely to share with the podcast. Anyways, this is it, summarized. When I moved to Norridge, I moved into an old council estate, into a room in a shared house at the east side of the city. Next door lived an old man called Kev. What a name. Hey, Kev. Oi, Kev. How you doing, mate? Vegemite. You need some Vegemite, Kev? I got some Vegemite right here. I think we'd hear a lot oh, from maybe Kev. maybe I need to mute my German voice. Try it. I Kev, 67. <laughs> you just raspy or Australian? You just an Australian who's been smoking. Kev is sixty-seven now. <laughs> now you're a younger Australian. Tea, tea and crumpets. Kev is sixty-seven now, and has lived in that house for about forty years. <laughs> I can't do it, dude. I tried. It's so hard. It's so hard. Kev is now sixty-seven years old. And has lived in that house for about uh, 40 years. 27 years old. He's like, I'm living in this house. Initially, his mother lived in the house I lived in. And he got to know the guy next door. A man called Charlie. He had a better... <laughs> Ouch, Did Charlie Char- bit your finger? <laughs> Ouch, Charlie. You bit my finger. That's We just got to remember stuff like that. That'll help the accent. Yes. That's all we need yes. to reminisce from. He had a pretty standard way of dressing, and over the years, he'd see him taking the bins out and have a chat, and got to know him a little. Charlie died a while later, and Kev moved into his house. Contact's over, story begins. Many years later, in that house, Kev lived with his partner at the time. She came upstairs, rather confused and scared to tell Kev there was a man sitting downstairs in a chair, ignoring her. He went down. No one was there. Years later, Kev was sitting downstairs in his chair, watching the telly. He turns around, and Charlie is sat there, about two meters away to his right, by the fire. That is no longer there. That confused me. No end. And his chair, also not there. Hmm. Doesn't really move. Doesn't acknowledge Kev at all. Just sitting, sitting along, looking at the fire. He sits there for half an hour and Kev's partner comes into a room stops dead and asks him who that is Kev thinks he's going mad and assumes she can't see Charlie and asks what she means she describes him and the furniture there so it's clear they're seeing the same person and he realizes he's not mad old Char- Charlie is indeed set by the fire she'd never met Charlie as he died before they'd even met to me, that shows Charlie can't just be in his mind, and she sees him without having met him. Definitely lost sleep over that one. Turns out, Charlie died there, in the same clothes he appears in, in his chair in front of the fire. Kev has never seen him appear or disappear. He's just there, when he turns around sometimes. Again, like the girl from Cornwall, it's just a part of his life. It used to really creep him out. Now, he just says... All right, Charlie, and carries on. I see Kev every few weeks and always ask about Charlie and if he's seen him. Probably every other month or so. No particular patterns or timings. He'd come back from the loo or turn around at night. 
He sleeps on the sofa in the lounge, and Charlie is there, sitting by the fire. I'm pretty sure that is all of my ghost stories now, though at some point I'd like to go back to Plymouth and ask the new students if they've ever seen anything in that house, and likewise, go to the other address and see if they have poltergeist activity. Likewise, once Kev dies, I'd like to see if the new tenant there experiences anything. We'll let you know. And then we have our little secret treats that Oscar gave to us, which are two recordings with his fellow Kev and himself. And now you can witness true British accents. Okay. I look at the door. Do you sleep here, presumably? Yeah. Okay. Door. I let it open. The upstairs door. That's the. Okay, door. Yeah, this one in here. Oh, the little one just, just yeah. around the corner. <clears throat> Fucking open, come in, fucking great tall cunt, in a, like a black hoodie. Was oh. it, like, did he have a neck? Was the neck distinctive? Was it, a sh- was it like a shadow or was it a solid person? Like... No, solid because I fucking heard that all of them. How big, how tall, like, head by the bottom of the lampshade sort of height? Yeah, right, fucking big. <laughs> anyway. It ain't you, Dave, is it? Dave? Who's Dave? My son. Oh. Yeah, for Yeah, I thought, oh, fuck it. So yeah. he was, what, just stand, stand, he's, so what was he doing, standing? Yeah, he just come in. That door, I actually heard the door fall, oh, fuck me, yes. The outside door or the stair door? The door. <coughs> oh, so he came in from outside? Originally. Yeah. Oh, right. I think it meant the door. Oh, fuck it. Was it open or was it locked? Locked. You're 100% sure it was locked? Huh? 100% sure it was locked? Yeah. And he just walked, it just opened yeah. and he was in. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. He went, sorry, he went straight upstairs. Yeah. So you you heard the door, you woke up, looked at him. Yeah, I just see this fucking tall company, it's like a hoodie on. I thought, fuck's that? Fucking walked through, didn't speak. Right I was a fucking someone walking up the stairs. I heard that. No, no one. What do you, how do you know it's no? What, what do you mean, no one? You say nobody there. And then the next night, done the same fucking thing. Do you know if it was the same time? Yeah, that. Two o'clock in the morning. Was it around two o'clock each time, or was it? Yeah. Do you happen to know? Do you know if it's the exact same time? No, but it's around okay. about two o'clock each time. But it could have been the same time. You just won't. You just don't know. Yeah. That's curious because things like that do often happen at the same um, same time each day. So, so what? So you watched him open that closed door. Walk up the stairs, just like a normal person, hunched over, shoulders back. Was it a person? Because you, you said it, you described it as a ghost initially. You think it's a ghost just because they haven't well, come down? Do you don't know who no it was? One, no one else was here. And I didn't go to fucking sleep. I thought, fuck, I'll keep awake now. Oh, second night you were awake? And the first night. So I had that door open up. No, no, the first night you were asleep, you said, and you woke up and watched oh, it. Yeah. The second night you were awake, sitting there, 
and the exact same thing happened. Oh, wow. Could you, could you see his face at all? No, he just gives this fucking great black fucking thing open that door and away went upstairs. I mean, fuck. Do you have yeah. like. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to picture his clothing. If I wanted to look like him, what would I do? Like a ski ski mask, you think? Hoodie? No, a thick, hoodie. thick hoodie? Like a, or like a yeah. jacket? Like a long coat? What's, what were you wearing? Just a, sort of like that, yes, then. Hoodie. Oh, <laughs> <okay>. Woo! <laughs> I was in the next tail, phone with the sun up. I said, Oi! He said, What? I said, Did you fucking come round my house? No, he said, No. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> then it happened at the same time, I think, next night. Boy. Is this the last two nights? About, yeah, about fortnight, three weeks ago now. Right, okay. fucking hell. That's oh. really weird. Oh, fucking that give me the right fucking word. Yeah. Hmm. Fucking weird place, man. Could you just... I have Oh, so... You saw the door was locked the night before. Mm-hmm. He came through. And when you checked the door, was it still locked? Or was it open? Yeah, no, it's still locked. And then I thought, Phew. And when it happened the same, like, fucking night before, I thought, well, no one's going to do that because I always leave the key in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, fucking hell. <coughs> he was a fucking tall creature. Creature? Well, fucking size of him, he didn't look normal. Like like longer arms than he should have had? Yeah. Really, was he skinny? Was he thick? Skinny. But fuck me, he was tall. Do you have to bend to get through the door, do you think? Yeah. And to be in the room, or was he tall enough to fit yeah, in the room all right? Yeah, down to get through that door there. I went, whoa! I mean, that happened in the fucking next door is very tall, and it's got quite a lot of arms. It could be him. Fuck, yeah. That's yeah. really weird. Okay. Yeah, the next night I thought, fuck that, I'm going to keep the fucking... Light on. <laughs> it come in again. Same now I'm fucking dreaming. No, I wasn't. What did you guys think about those record- recordings? Not gonna lie, British accent, pretty hard to understand. But from what I could understand, fucking money. The thing about this story for me that gets me is it goes back again to the Enfield Poultry guys. Like, this dude has seen another man who died in his chair. I don't know what it is about you fucking British dying in chairs. But- Comfy. You keep on <laughs> brittle bones. You know, I'm not gonna lie, man. Those chairs, whoo! I got a recliner at home. I hope I die in that thing. <laughs> yeah, <dude>, for real. <laughs> not anytime soon. I oh. hope when I'm like 90 years old, that happens. But I hope I die in a reclining chair. How about the part where they fucking saw that tall man and had to bend over through the doorway? That's a very specific detail. It it almost reminds me of Top Hat Man. I know. That's what's so another edification that there is literally shadow people in this world. I, you know, it goes kind of back to what our discussion with the dream is. I mean, if there truly is other dimensions. At some point, whether you're awake or asleep, you could be seen in ultra dimension, and that's what we're seeing in shadow people. 
Or glitches in the matrix. That is also That's, yeah. totally fair. But who's to say, though, if it's a demon, if it's a ghost, if it's a, a long since past life? Like, what if it is truly another dimension in that area and you are seeing a reflection? So, not even a reflection, some other person in a different world. What if in that dimension, Charlie's never dead? And that's why. Just sit in the chair. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's an interesting thought. Maybe like it is like it's like little glimpses into different realities. And and sometimes ghosts, as we see them repeat, they were <clears throat> may have died in this reality, but in their reality, they're still alive. You know, since you guys were able to tell what you guys wanted, I kind of want to look back at the story of back in Plymouth with the college students. Okay. I think that that. That that one has me the most because it had the most roommates and it had the most people able to see what was happening. Now, do I think that college students could come up with a fib and maybe they just thought that the house just sucked and they didn't want to be there? Because trust me, in Fayette, Iowa, there's some houses that look like they could be haunted and you don't want to live there. <laughs> but excuse meth houses. The the furniture in a corner, neatly placed. Why? Why would someone lie about that? And why? Why would someone want to do all that extra work? You would. You would know. Like I mean, I. Unless Hunter's right, everything is brutal and light out there, which I highly doubt because Hunter's an asshole. <laughs> uh, you would hear. You would hear all that noise. Nobody moves, and it's completely silent. You move around, you clang shit around, you bang walls, you bang furniture. Like it, it's a loud process. So to have all of the furniture stacked up and neatly stacked up in a corner without any noise or um, presence, I I find that very highly intriguing. And the Kev story, I think that one's true too. Just That's because my that that man was in that house for so long, and. There's no reason why this guy would go on recordings and yeah, and he's not senile. You know what, Oscar? Here's, uh, I have a question for you, and I hope you come through with us for this one. If there's any chance you can find out how long that building that Kev is in has been there, I would love to know. I would love to know when it was built because be really that cool. might give some sort of an insight of you know, or or give at least the listeners a, a timeline of what to expect this house, how many people have passed through, like. Any information on the house. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Pictures of your house, too. No, don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please we're, just send them we'll to me. We'll put them at Stuck in this Purgatory since we have nothing to post on Instagram this week. <laughs> Pictures of Oscar's I'm house. I'm working on it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, I think it, this was a great way to show everyone that we love our listeners. Not just Oscar. We love Jedi Joe. We love everyone else that reaches out to us. And... This is just one way to show you guys. We would love to do maybe some short stories and kind of get the fan stories out there. So please keep reaching out to us. We love these stories. It puts us in like that ghost investigation that we're trying to, you know, help you guys with certain occurrences and try to try to explain them at least. We won't solve the guy sitting on your bed or the old woman sitting on your bed or the little girl that's messing with their kids and uh she turns around and uh there's no one there and then you're you got to live with that the rest of your life <laughs> so that's some heavy shit we're here to live with that experience with you so please keep reaching out to us even if it's a bunch of bs and you don't think anyone else will listen 
I promise you, we will listen, and the best way to contact us is either through stuckinthispurgatory at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, there's a great little thing that you could uh, press chat, and then that chat would be at Stuck in this Purgatory, and we'd love to chat with you. And uh, if you want to look at a bunch of our other links, we're doing uh, great things through our TikTok, which is at Stuck in this Purgatory. And uh, if you want to click on anything else, press that link tree. Chase has done lots of work. Keep listening. Keep rating. We're only going to get bigger. We just want to get as much production for you guys so that you guys could all be stuck in this purgatory with us. Um, but again, we do want to say we appreciate everybody who's reached out to us and communicated with us. The more stories that are out there, the more people talk about this, the more we can start to hopefully maybe figure out what's beyond the veil. One thing to keep in mind, please check out that link tree. Uh, like we mentioned in previous episodes, we have added some extra content to lower tiers on Patreon. That would help us out a ton because Honestly, we're sitting in the basement, but I feel personally like I'm swimming in a swimming pool because it's so goddamn hot down here. Yeah. So please, Hunter needs fix to my fix AC. his AC. Yeah, like, this is how poor we are by trying to do a please podcast. Please fix okay? my AC. So just show us a little bit of love and appreciation. I know we preach it every episode. I'm pr- it's like, probably like beating a dead horse at this point. I mean, the, the horse is just really a skeleton, to be honest with you. It's, but it's, it's brittle. There. It hasn't it's left yet. It's, it's still on the ground, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed the content. Keep on listening, and please make sure to pass on your friends. We love you guys. You know, it's hotter than Satan's butthole in here, but I'll tell you what. We all may or may not have survived the super collider they just turned back on. So, if any case, maybe now we are actually all stuck in this purgatory.